So and so, uh, he helped them do that, and, and the Lord's using them. The uh, he said the security guard has really helped. Security security guard has really helped, and so uh, let's continue. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Let's continue to to uh, to to pray for Brother Kearney, and we have our our. Our uh, anniversary weekend coming up. We'll start with Thursday night. Uh, and I, I, I want you to invite guys to be here Thursday night. Uh, we'll have some refreshments. It's not going to be a full course meal or anything, but we're going to have something for uh, eat and drink. And, and then I don't know what the ladies decide on, but we'll figure that out. But I want you to, I want you to pray for that time, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be us and, and Brother Mark, and, and then the, the ladies will be with Sister Liz. So it's going to be a split night. And, uh, and then the church split. And then Friday, Friday we'll take off, get your groceries together. And then Saturday afternoon, it's just like Saturday afternoon, it's, just like a, it's going to be just like a church service, but we're going to be having a picnic time. Brother Mark, we'll get Brother Mark to speak to us. And... Um, and spend time together. Kids will have a great time. It's always good. It, our, our harvest times are good in time. We fellowship, sit around, eat something, and talk, and get to know each other a little bit better. And that's always a blessing. Uh, I think sometime, I think I think one day when we get to heaven, preachers don't say much about this, but I think we're going to be judged for the lack of fellowship because people people need Christian fellowship, and people will find fellowship somewhere. So I want you to invite people, invite lost people, and we'll have a good time with that. Sunday will be as, 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 as we always have Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday school. We'll all be in the auditorium. Uh, maybe we'll get Miss Liz to take the kids. And then on Sunday, on Sunday, uh, Sunday he'll preach. And then Sunday night we're going to be singing. So, so everybody that can sing, and I've got some other, pre- I think we have two or three preachers and some of their people from their church coming over to sing on Sunday night. So we're going to have a good time Sunday evening singing and Brother, Brother Mark's going to be preaching. Amen? Amen or on me, huh? Amen. Amen. So, uh, so uh, pray for that, okay? Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, okay? Glade, lead us. Dear God, we just thank you for waking us up this morning and the help that we have to be here, Lord, and we thank you that we have a Bible-believing church that we can go to and hear your word preached and teach and help us to take it seriously and not just go through the motions, Lord. And we lift up these requests that Pastor was mentioning on uh, the snake bite and the pastor with the uh, the voice box and the names that he had mentioned, Lord. And, uh, pray for my, my brother Kevin and his birthday. Keep him on just keep them in your will, Lord, and just ask that you help them make the right decisions. Thank you for our brothers here in Christ. Thank you for fellow believers. Above all, we thank you for the gift of salvation. And help us remember to take it for granted. We thank you for your word that we can go to every day. It gives us truth. Be with everyone here today. Be with everything that's done here today. Just pray all this in Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Well, what's going on with everybody? Everybody okay? Amen. Happy birthday, Kevin. Thank you. Amen. Everybody okay? Yes, sir. Are you tired? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. I left my black powder gun loaded all. No, I left it, I left it loaded all. All winter. What? Capping and everything. So I go. So I'm, I'm down, in, down in the basement getting ready to leave, getting ready to get ready to get hunting. And man, something on my inner thigh starts stinging. And I start slapping it and everything. I don't know what it is. And I look and there are yellow jackets in my... Uh-huh. Have you ever had yellow jackets come in your house in the yeah. wind? Yeah. You know, all my tools are laying on my tool bench. I just got a wasp thing and I just... I mean, I'm going to have to wipe them all down, but everything's dead in there. But tore me up. Mm-hmm. I mean, tore me up. Yeah, yellow jackets don't sting you. They bite you. Mm-hmm. And so... I did that, and then, and then I went and I found that my gun was still loaded. So I said, "Okay, well, I'll just." So I went up in the, went up in the, got out there and got up in the tripod, and um, and sat there. I'd taken some uh, Benadryl to help the swelling go down. You know, where he stung me, so that makes you kind of sleepy. So I've slept in the woods a lot of times hunting, and. Uh, but eventually the six-point buck came out, and I popped him. Oh, yeah? So I, I shot the buck. I, I called James, James, uh, uh, the guy I led to the Lord, the guy I got saved over there and had the heart operation. I said, hey, man, I just killed a deer over here. He said, where are you? I said, I gave him an address. He said, he's right around the corner. He said, I'll be there in 15 minutes. So he helped me drag it out and put it in his truck, and we took it and... And, uh, but the gun fired right on, right on, right on spot where I was supposed to shoot. Now I have to clean it. But, uh, I, that was, that was some evening and then, and then it started raining and, um, so all kinds of things going on. Patrick's got a little bit of sore throat. Remember him in prayer today. Anything else going on? What else is going on? What's going mm-hmm. on with that guy in the hospital? He passed away. Uh, I went to go see him um, Saturday night at his house, and uh, I got there about ten minutes before he passed away. So uh, really, I tried to get an oxygen level and uh, pulse on him, but uh, my meter wouldn't. Was he by himself? Uh, he has a ninety-two-year-old father and um, a daughter that's uh, mentally challenged. So uh, the father was in the Korean War. Tough old guy. Never. He doesn't take any medicine, and he smokes like like a chimney. Yeah, but anyway, uh, he passed away. I, you know, I, I didn't have really a chance to talk to him a second time. What was his name? His name was Joe. So just pray for his ninety-two-year-old father and um, the daughter. I don't know what's going to happen to him. So, uh, but he still drives around a little bit. Shouldn't be driving, but. Anyway, um, I try to do what I could. Yeah. What's going on with Jake Glade? How's your dad? Dad's doing well. 
had a cardiologist appointment and he's doing well. It's his wife that's in, she's in a big decline right now. Really? Yeah. yeah they have care coming in four times a week now. So that's stressing my dad out. Everyone's got you know, things they're going through in life, you know. It's yeah. Sam, yeah, yeah, amen. Sam, you doing okay? Yes, sir. No. What's what's happening? Anything? Just waiting. Just waiting for something. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, Darian's staying busy. Yes, sir. And uh, that thing that you were working on—did that go through, or did you? Which one? The one I told you about. I checked yesterday. The uh, the onboarding is still pending. Yeah. So it takes a while. <clears throat> yeah, that's, so you're staying busy. Yes, sir. Praying for praying for them to be able to move to another place. Thank you. Keep that in mind, okay? Brother Walter, you you keeping the hospital together over there? Amen. Amen. We had a fun time homiletics Thursday night. <laughs> yes, sir, no, I had I had had one guy one guy decide to do what he wanted. So I did what I wanted, you know, and so I, it was a public, public, they were, they were, everybody was laughing at me because I guess they saw my face when he started going a different direction, but, uh, you should have seen, I mean, I can't have replicated expression. So maybe I ought to do commercials or something. Anyhow, anyhow, uh, the Hom Lakes guys are doing really good. <clears throat> it was different on Thursday night. Everybody's everybody's sort of listening to what I say, and they're, and they're starting to open up a little bit. And these guys aren't young guys. A lot of these guys have careers and things like that. They're not. They're not. Didn't fall off the cabbage wagon yesterday. So thank the Lord for them. Hey, print your name, put your contact number and address and stuff on that on this pad. We uh, we're going to make a we're make make a Sunday school roll so we can have it. Okay. Like a and backup? What's that? Like a backup? Like a, like a Sunday school roll we can keep roll for everybody. Roll call. Roll call, man. Amen? Uh, invite visitors. In, uh, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going northern. Good. I'm going Glendale Baptist. Hey, listen. listen uh, let me just say, you can invite men and, and get guys to come to Sunday school with you. It, and, and that's how we build the class. Uh, and pray that the Lord will help you. The Lord, the Lord will give the Lord the glory. But uh, one time I went to a Sunday school, Sunday school. Uh, con- it was a conference, and and we stayed there for Sunday and went through all the classes. And one of the guys was in the class with one of our guys were in the class. I was in another class, and and the guy got in there and he held up held up his tootsie pop, looked at that looked at the guy from that that was with us, and he says, "You see that right there." This is the only reason I come to Sunday school. <laughs> but anyhow, we got more reason to come, amen. And so we're we're in, we're talking about salvation, assurance of salvation. Uh, assurance of salvation. I, I want you to get this. You cannot find assurance of salvation outside the Word of God. Amen. And and you cannot you cannot find assurance of salvation twisting the verses. 
around in the Word of God. And you cannot, you cannot understand salvation and, and, and the assurance of salvation if you do not compare Scripture with Scripture. One of the best things you can do is, is have a Treasury of Scripture Knowledge. Uh, that book, Treasury of Scripture Knowledge, is one of the best references you can have. It gives you verses to go to, cross-references. You, some of you all have cross-references in your Bible. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the lesson today. What does God, what does God expect of me? What does God expect of me? Now, we're going to look at John chapter 3. You know John chapter 3 and verse 1. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. That meant he was part of the Sanhedrin. They were 70 smart men, and they, had, they were the final court of appeals on any question. They, had, they knew the law, and uh, he was a Pharisee. The same came to Jesus by night. There's a lot of debate why he did that. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do the miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So he was doing the miracles. Back then they had fake healers just like they do here. Yep. He wasn't a fake healer. When, God, when Jesus healed somebody, it was for sure. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be what? Born, Born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Okay. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time in his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. Okay? So that you're blank there of water, physical birth of water. Uh, and now some people start trying to read into that baptism. It has nothing to do with baptism. Right. It has everything to do with birth. He's talking about the, the new birth, and he says, he says everybody comes into the world, is born, uh, born into this world, they are encased in their mother's womb in water. Um, and, and, and he says, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Capital S, spirit. So what's that talking about? That means spiritual birth. The Holy Spirit c- comes in at spiritual birth. Romans 8, 9. That, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that was which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth. Now canst not he, thou hearest the sound thereof. Now he, he sat, he's explaining the spirit. He said you cannot, it's not, the spiritual birth is not visible. It's internal. Mm-hmm. You, see, you see the wind blowing, but you cannot see the wind. What color is wind? Well, it's no color. It's invisible. You can't see it, but you can see. It says, thou hearest the sound thereof, and thou canst tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. What he's saying is, when you're born of the Spirit, it affects you. You, You're never the same when you're born again. Okay? It's not joining a club. It's, it's, It's a relationship. What, what, what is the connector of the relationship we have with God, the, the spirit in us? That's what connects us to God. Church doesn't connect us to God. The spirit does. Okay? So, so of water. And then 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. So what's the... What's the of water. Of water. water. 
as a newborn baby desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So as as a, so as a newborn babe, mm-hmm. a newborn babe, that's B, newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow that by. What's the picture there? You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that are real in the world that people laugh at and scoff at and are ashamed of. But, right. you know, a mother breastfeeding a baby is not, is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a private thing. I mean, I don't want to go into Starbucks and a woman's hanging out and feeding her baby. You know, that's that's not the way you do it. It's a private thing. Right, amen. Some people just want to do, be stupid. But but that that it says, as a newborn man desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow back. And, and, and what's that talking about? It's talking about the milk of the word that, listen, you can't handle steak. Right. You can't handle solid food as a newborn babe. You see somebody just get saved and they, they hear a preacher and, and they're looking, what is, what in the world? The, the, the meat's coming out. They, they're, they're still in the milk stage. Now you, 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 you know you get weaned off the bottle sooner or later, amen? And so, so uh, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Now, Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 18, somebody get that. What's the, what's the filling? Newborn babe. Newborn babe. Kevin, where's your pen? You got a piece of paper? Get them down, man. You need this. Oh, you already read it down? Yeah. Speedy Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what that's how 14-year-olds are. They that you don't even see. They're so fast you can't even see them. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18. What's it say? For growing grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. But grow in finances. But grow in intellection. In intellection. What, 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 education. What, what, what? It says, but grow in what? Grace. You know, I, I've, met some, I've met some people that didn't even finish elementary school. You ever made by that guy? Grace. I, I met some people that never went to seminary. Yet God used them in a great way. One of my one of my good friends, close friends, was Dr. Bobby Robertson, and he was pastor at Gospel Light Baptist Church, Walkertown, North Carolina. And uh, it was it was, I had several occasions to sit down with him and eat and talk, and he was just so simple. In, in the way he carried himself and, and the way he spoke. But God used him. God used him. And he pastored a, 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 a great number of people in a great ministry. Why did he do that? Because he grew in grace. He grew in grace. Listen, there's a lot of things we function on. But let's not forget Grace. Unmerited. What do you mean growing grace? Well, the growing grace is, number one, to realize I'm saved by grace. Mm-hmm. Number two, I live by grace. And number three, I need to be, I need to be graceful. I need to be, give people grace. Sometimes we, I mean, I'm glad God is who he is because some people would, we, there'd be a lot of dead people. 
They cut them off. First Corinthians three thirteen three. I'm, I'm, I'm three one through three. First Corinthians three one through three. Why does the Lord call a Christian? What does the Lord call a Christian who doesn't grow spiritually? What does a what does what does a the Lord call a person who doesn't grow spiritually? Carnal. Carnal. As a kid, I used to say carnal. Carnal. What does carnal mean? It means saved but acting like the world. Yeah. You can't tell the difference. Growing spiritually, growing spiritually is, let, let me just, let me get, let me get you to say, think, think about this, fellas. When do you stop growing spiritually? Never. I mean, it, it's, it's a process, isn't it? You ever been there where you think you know you think you you're 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 somebody spiritually and God cuts you down, mm-hmm. lets you see what you really are? Oh yeah, He does. Yes, sir. We have those Peter experiences. We have those experiences where we have those experiences where the Bible says, "Take heed lest you fall." Mm-hmm. What what what? Uh, I like what Paul said. I am what I am by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Growing spiritually, I can learn something new. As far as spiritual things, I, I, my motto is learn stuff. Learn stuff. My brother called me. He was all worked up about this book that somebody recommended to him. And I said, oh, yeah, that's by so-and-so. He said, you know these guys? I said, yeah, this guy. Uh, I knew, yeah. And, and he said, I didn't know that. I said, well, you ought to talk to me more. You might learn some stuff. <laughs> but... Uh, he says, yeah, this guy recommended his book. I said, yeah, it's right here on my shelf. <laughs> uh, so, I said, uh, uh, so, so I said, I said look, look I said, uh, you know, you, you never stop learning things. You never stop learning things. That's right. um, and, and so you, you have to keep your eyes open spiritually and growing spiritual. Uh, we, should, we should grow, we should grow uh, more and we should be further along today than we were yesterday. <clears throat> Ephesians 4:13 through 15. Into what does the Lord want his children to grow? What does the Lord want into what does he want us to grow? Okay, so so we let, let, let's use this phrase. Let's call it into spiritual maturity. That's what we ought to put in that blank, into spiritual maturity. Unless you already have it there. It's already there. It's already there. Okay. Yeah, I see now. So you could also say to Pastor, even, I guess, the truth of God's Word. So explain that. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Well, then so many people are just, they think they know the Bible, but they're. they're, they're I've found talking to many people that they are so ignorant of what, what the Bible says. They just like like a like a, a, a simple fact like they'll sit they they'll say they they believe in Jesus and all this, <clears> but then they won't they won't accept the fact that he was born of a virgin. Okay, so to me, that's telling me that 
I'm not, I'm not going to doubt your salvation, but like, how can that be? How can you say that? <clears throat> well, and, you're, you're, you're willfully ignorant then. Right. I mean... They don't believe in the virgin birth? No. I mean, how did, I mean, I've actually known deacons that didn't believe that. Well, I know what kind of churches they're in. Right. Some churches have deacons because they, they have money. They want to believe they, they, they in all the good, the good stuff, like the, the miracles, the miracles, and they focus on these miracles, like, uh, or, or they'll say, "Well, I, I went to the church, but I didn't feel anything." They needed. Feel like they, they're looking for this experience or something. Yeah, those kind of guys, you need to take a slingshot in the back pew and pop them upside the head once in a while and let them feel that. You need to feel anything. Yeah. But even in the Old Testament, you could get into the verse where it says, you could burn, uh, you know, talk about the birth and birth in the Old Testament. Well, the, pro- the, the problem is, here's, here's, the, here's the problem. Number one problem everywhere, it's epidemic in all our churches. We talk about people being saved, but we don't talk about discipleship. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that too, yeah, the people are struggling with the virgin birth, they don't believe it, they don't have the proper Bible. Right. Because the other Bible is to take out the virgin birth altogether. Yeah, and that goes along with what I was going to say. Secondly, they must believe the Bible. I had this fellow, we had this fellow that used to travel around and go soul winning. I forget his name. He was up in his age. And he, I said, well, what do you say when you go to the door? He said, I Hold my Bible. Says, do you believe the Bible? Is the Word of God? And if they said yes, then I could talk to them. If not, I just said, okay, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Because if you don't believe the Bible, mm-hmm. faith cometh by hearing and what? Hear by the Word of God. So how can you have faith in something you don't believe? Wow, that's amazing. See, see. Well, you see, here, here's here's what we don't realize. This, you know, Frank said he likes this outline and everything. You know why he likes this? Because it's feeding him. It's, it's filling in the cracks. It's, it's giving him stuff. It's giving him... It's, and when you study the Word, it gives you, gives you knowledge so you can impart that to somebody else. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? And so, so you, know, you know how you're going down the road listening to, listen to somebody on the radio and, and somebody preach it and he says something that's not Bible? Right. You know why? You know why? You all thank God for that. Somebody Amen. taught you that. God taught you that. The Holy Spirit brought that to your mind, and that's the important thing. People, people who do not believe the doctrine of the Word of God, do not believe the tenets of the principles of the Word of God. They haven't been taught. That's true, brother. Like, yeah. If my wife and I listen to preaching from someone, and he says I made a statement, and they have to correct that for my wife, that she doesn't run off with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like I hate when some of these preachers use the word Palestine. There is no such thing as Palestine. Yeah, that's another message. <laughs> yeah. So 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 that's what God, what does God expect of me? That's our foundation. Now six steps six steps to Christian growth. Now, these are six steps that need to be listen, when you have your engine going down the road and it's missing, something is not firing. Right? You need a tune-up. Something's not working in the engine. I want you men to understand, if these things are not firing on all cylinders, 
We are not growing. I don't care how long you or how much Bible you know or how long you've been saved or how long you've been a church member. You're not growing if these things are not in place. It's just, it's, 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 it's just not going to work. First of all, uh, go to a Bible-believing church. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hebrews 10.25. Yep. Not forsaking assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Not forsaking the assembling of, of 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 not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the man uh, manner of some is. Here you go, Danny. Somebody catch Danny up on his. You got a pen? Okay, that's the Hebrew you're talking about. Right. I have a pen, yeah. Funny guy. He's, he walks in here late, he's gonna be funny. Hey, good to see you, buddy. So, so church membership, church membership, and church fellowship, and church uh, connecting yourself to a church. Now, we're going to get into the church in a few few weeks here, but let me just tell you something. I say this to I'm blue in the face: if the doors open, you ought to be there. If the doors open, you ought to be. There's nothing more important than you being in church. You say, "Well, preacher, I have visitors. Bring them to church with you." Okay. Now. If your wife's having a baby, you got to be there, right? You understand I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about. If you're, if you're dead, you can't come to church. So I'm, you know, I'm not going to condemn you if you're dead. But if you, there's things that listen, listen. If you're not at church, you you ought to not be. You ought to be restless. You you ought to miss it. And if you if it's easy for you to miss church, there's something you need to you need to get with God on. Because this is the place where you need to be on a regular basis. Well, you know, preacher, I, listen, don't tell me. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Amen. Now, you say, well, I'm looking for this kind of church. Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Well, I think a church, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. By the way, by the way, no, no, no ministry that is a true ministry. No ministry that is a true ministry. Listen. Is, 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 is not connected, not a part, out of a local church. P- people have met, met, churches start churches. Churches send missionaries out. Churches send preachers out. If it's not connected to a church, if you meet somebody and they have a ministry and you ask them what church they're connected to and, and they, they're not, then they're, that's not a ministry. Mm-hmm. You said, have you ever, yeah, I've, I, I've talked to people. Some guy said, yeah, this is my Christian bookstore. It's it's a ministry. I said, well, what church are you connected to? He said, well, I said, this is not a ministry. This is a business. I didn't get the discount because he got mad at me. But anyhow, it's not a ministry. And that's another lesson. Is that too heavy for you guys or can you handle it? Are you good? Okay. Secondly, 1 Peter 2.2, 2, we read that verse. As newborn babes desire sincere milk of the word that you may grow to Acts 17, 11. Who has that? I know somebody's got that ahead of me. Seventeen eleven. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scripture daily whether those things were so. Okay. So put R-E-A-D, read your Bible daily. 
Read your Bible daily. That's where the beginning of study begins. That's the beginning of meditation. That's the beginning of, of learning. You have to read it. By the way, by the way, you need, you know, some guy was saying on, on, on social media, he says, you know, I have a hard time. You know, we, these young people have a hard time reading the Bible, all these words in the archaic in the Bible. You know what my wife said? She said, I was reading the Bible when I was three years old. The same Bible I've always had. Amen. You know, that's a bunch of poppycock. Amen. Okay? So read your Bible daily. Uh, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Acts 2, 41 have to do with bapti- baptizing. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2 and verse 41. What's that say on Acts 2, 41? Then, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. They were baptized, and you know what? They were baptized the same day. 3,000. So, so, you know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to be, I'm going to be this way with anybody else. Somebody gets saved, they want to get baptized, they, they need to get baptized right then if they can. Say, well, I want to wait till my family can come. No, right then. Don't start out a Christian life in disobedience. Amen. Well, you know, when I, when I, Came forth and accepted Christ in front of the congregation. I got baptized the same day, but I didn't know what the baptism meant. meant but I got baptized out of obedience. Yeah. Well, baptism means several things. Number one, it's a testimony, outward testimony of an inward act. Number two, it's identification with the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. And number three, when you're baptized, you're you become a member. So, yeah. It's good to know it now, huh? Amen. W, witness to others. Acts 1.8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And they get excited about the Holy Ghost coming upon them. They forget to read. And you shall be what? Witnesses. Witnesses. The first time, the first connection of us to the Holy Spirit, and the first admonition of us to the Holy Spirit is to give a witness, give the testimony of what God did. Sure. Amen. Right. So witness to others. And then... Philippians 4, 6, and Matthew 7, 7. Philippians 4, 6, who has that? Somebody get it. You leave your Bible home or do I need to get you a Bible? Yeah. You have a Bible? Okay. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. In everything. In everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, God does. I don't need to bother God with that. Everything. So, what we put down on the blank? Uh, 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 thank God. Da- da- thank God daily in prayer. Thank. Just put thank. Matthew seven seven. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. There you go. Now, this is everybody's favorite. <laughs> the last one is everybody's favorite, right? <laughs> Malachi 3.10. What? Honor. Honor. H-O-N-O-R. Honor God with the tithe. Honor God with the tithe. Uh, Where does a man rob God? Tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. 
Okay? Is this some place things should be in place? Are you breathing today? Yes. Did you tie today? Yes. It should be just that simple. Comes off the top. Some guy got prayed. Uh, he had. A, he said, Pastor, I, I'm having a hard time. I, I'm trying to get a business going. Would you pray for my business? Pray for his business. And he got. He made so much money. He said, came to the pastor. He said, I'm having trouble. He said, what do you mean? He said, well, he said, I make so much. The tithe is really a lot of money. He said, well, let me pray that you lose your business. Yeah. You did that? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> the illustration. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There's a true illustration on that part. There's a, I think it was, the guy named the pastor up in Dallas. He had some, some athletes in his church, of football players, all that, came to his church. And he was preaching about tithing. And then one day, he came to him and said, my wife and I have a hard time, uh, we, you know, we're tied, so, you know, when you, we're tied you know, a couple million dollars, you know, that's thousands of dollars we're tied in. And he said, okay, I have a solution to that. Dear Lord, help him to lose his job stop, and lose all everything he has. Yeah. That way he doesn't have to tie That sounds like Tony Evans. <laughs> that was Tony Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Evans doesn't play. He's from Baltimore. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. He grew up in Baltimore. Yeah. I, I said, what? Baltimore. Yeah, well, let me just tell you something. Money changes people. Sure does. Matter of fact, some people trust God more when they don't have much. That's right. Amen? Mm-hmm. So tithe, tithe. Now, fellas, that's what God expects of us. Why, why do we talk about these things concerning the assurance of salvation? I want you to get this. Because you don't have to work at it. Well, you don't, you don't have you don't. It's it's, it's, a, it's a kid. It's not. Yeah. It's not this. I gotta do this. I gotta. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I can't do this. I gotta. I gotta do this. It's just. Oh, it's done. Right? Oh. Well, here, here's here's the thing. He's had enough. Uh, here, here's the thing. There are many Christians attending churches just like ours today. That doubt their salvation. Yeah, true. Yeah. Now, God, God, the Bible says God has us. Right. We don't have to worry about our salvation. It's e- e- eternal life is eternal. Mm-hmm. It's the character of our decision. We are a child of God. That cannot change. Now, if we do not continue in the word and in all these things why does God want us to do this because it reinforces and helps us to learn more about him how many of you have somebody that you know and you haven't talked to in a long time and you wonder you wonder about them so wonder if they even think about me yep you understand what I'm saying and, and, and you start doubting your friendships. Listen, we, the, people, the one that moved is us. If we feel away from God, we're, we're, if, if we're, the ones, we're the ones that moved. So all these things that God expects of us and us to understand that we ought to grow, we've got to be in his word, we've got to witness. It, it's, not, it's not I've got to do this so I can say I did it. Exactly, Amen. Okay, and, and here's what we do as Christians. We, we, we grab something, we say, okay, I, I, I'll make that my, part of my routine. 
what we do with with Christ is more than just a checklist. Serving God is an experience. The Christian life is an experience. When I go out and something happens out of the ordinary in my life, I'm able to say, what is God trying to teach me? Here? Amen. What is God trying to do? Is God trying to nudge me back here? What, what is he trying to do? Every situation I treat that way. Why? Because God saved me. Because I'm his child. And, 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 I, and when something happens, I'm part of the family and he's my heavenly father. And I'm, I'm thinking, what is it, what's he got in mind for me today? What, what's, his, what's his plan? What's his plan? Now, if I'm away from his word, if I'm not witnessing, if I'm not growing, then I don't think like that. You know, you know the only time a lot of people think about God? When they're in trouble or At the church or, and, then, and then, then you have a revival, everybody gets right with God and they think that's going to be for a year. By the way, by the way, by the way, and I, I, I say this from my heart: uh, we, we as we as Christians, we as Christians need to use the altar often and and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God when we're not right with Him. He uh, he 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 speaks to us. He speaks to us. I don't know if this ever happens to you, but the preacher's preaching on one subject. And he speaks to me about something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit says. You ever ever happen to you? Amen. Thank God for that. Because he's working. Amen. Amen. Let's uh, let's 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 make sure we make the things that God expects of us a priority. We, 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 uh, I talk to people all the time. And the things that we talked about, they're having problems, but they're not doing these things. And you know, the, you know, the Christian counselor that is, uh, that is one that, 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 that you should use is the one that when you go to talk to them, the first thing they start on is your salvation. Are you saved? And then secondly, they talk about your sanctification. Are you right with God? Are you doing what God wants you to do? Because when we get away from doing what God wants us to do, our relationship is not what it should be. Mm-hmm. And we want God blessing in our life. Mm-hmm. We need God's blessing in our life. Amen? Amen? Father, thank you for the time. Thank you for your word, and we pray that you would... Uh, Challenge our hearts. Thank you for these men being faithful today. And bless the service to come in Jesus' name. Amen. Question.